Hello and welcome to the podcast English for Life in the UK. This podcast is for those people who want to improve their English and at the same time learn more about life in this country. My name is Mark and I am one of the volunteers from the St Augustine Centre in Halifax, Yorkshire where we provide support in particular to asylum seekers and refugees. People who are fleeing war, conflict and persecution from all parts of the world, including increasingly these days from Ukraine. In this podcast season, we are interviewing a number of people to talk about their interests and experiences. Today, one of our team, Christine, has interviewed two teenage girls and an older man about football. One of the two girls has quite a soft voice. She is quietly spoken and you may find that you need to turn the volume up a little on your device when you're listening to this. These two girls also speak with a very modern style often used by young people and we pick this up in the language support section at the end of this episode. We produce a transcript of all of our episodes which includes notes about some of the vocabulary and phrases used in this particular episode. That transcript will be available in a few days' time on our website, where you can also find out more about our work, and if you're in a position to do so, and would like to, to make a donation to help us. Information about all of that is available at the end of this episode. For now, over to Christine. Well, today I've got with me two girls who live on the same street as me who've been playing football for quite a while. Uh, would you like to introduce yourselves, please? Hi, my name is Kia. Um, I'm 16 years old and I've been playing football since I was five years old and it's an ongoing passion of mine. I'm Millie, I'm 15 years old and I've been playing football since I was seven. So, would you, like, would you tell me a bit about how you first started playing football and what it was like to begin with? Yeah, so I started playing football when I was five. I actually previously did ballet, but I changed to doing football because um, I wanted to kind of get stuck in there and play on a team. You know, I always loved football. I think it was just like playing on a team and just the beauty of being able to like pass to other people, but also have your own turn at like maybe having a shot and what it feels like to have that victory of when you do like score a goal. It was quite addicting, so that's why I just carried on doing it. Lovely. What about you, Millie? Um, I mean, I remember people advertising it. I thought I'd give it a go. And then ever since then, it's just been like a big part of my life. Do you know what I mean? Because um, when I don't do football, I don't really know what to do with myself. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just something that's always 
Do you know what I mean? It's just always in a way. What would you say are the best bits about playing football? Working as a team, yeah. Yeah, the the team aspect of it, like, it's more, it's also very social because when you get in that minibus and you're on the way to a match, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And then when you're on the pitch, it's, it's quite nice just having your friends like on a team, and just being able to communicate with each other and take it seriously. And then at the end, you hopefully get a result that you can celebrate. So, what positions do you play? I mean, I've always been up front, but I quite like being in defence. I mean, I really can play anywhere, I'm not bothered. Yeah, I play in um, midfield normally, but she does put me in defence quite a lot as well. Um, but I like the running aspect of football and being able to uh, get the ball, ball past people and then pass it up to up front. So, yeah, I prefer to play midfield, but you can be put anywhere, really. So what happens on a match day? Can you tell tell us what it's like on a match day? What's a typical match day like? I mean, for me, it's I go to college anyway, and then I've got a match afterwards. Right. So, um, you know, I do have to prepare for it myself in the day because obviously I'm in lessons, but then I've got the match coming up. So it's quite, like, exciting um, and a bit nerve-wracking, actually, because... Of course, you want to win for your college, but on a match day, like we'll uh, get in the minivan and we'll we'll travel wherever it can be anywhere in like England, um, loads of different places, um, and then we like go into uh, the locker rooms and obviously get dressed, and then then that's where everything like happens. All the motivation builds up, and we get excited, and then yeah, and then we go and play the match, and it's. It, they do make it like quite a big thing. Um, they make it seem like, you know, it is the end of the world if you lose, but actually it's not. Now, when I was young, um, I wasn't allowed to play football. It was only boys who played football. Was that ever difficult for you? Or, or I mean, you're 16. Has it ever been a problem for you? Or was it just... I mean, it's never been a problem. Obviously, a lot of people do say stuff as a joke. Like, all girls can't play football and stuff. But then again, it's a joke at the end of the day, isn't it, really? So I don't really take it seriously. Yeah, I feel like there's... I've never really encountered any problems with mm. being a female playing football. Like, it's... I guess, like, you know, it's just... It is what it is. Everyone can kind of do what they want. But Millie's right in that people can... Uh, you know, some people will make jokes about it and say, oh... You can't play football, especially when I was younger. Pe- people would say that, but you just kind of brush it off and think, well, okay then, like, I'm not bothered. Mm. And have you always played on a girls' team, or have you played on mixed teams? Always a girls' team. I've played on a mixed team before, um, but I was, like, the only girl, I think. Um, and it, it was fine. It gave me an experience, obviously, of to play with different genders but um now yeah i do play on female teams what was the difference um i guess with the boys you could say it was a little bit more rough as in the slide tackling and a little bit more energetic but with girls i feel like they like to shoulder barge a bit more so they like to kind of i don't know they won't go in for a massive slide tackle and like risk you know that massive thing but 
I, I, with girls it can be just as rough in, in the way like you can proper shoulder barge each other. So do you follow football teams? Do you follow a team at all? No. No? I'm not bothered with the football. No, I'm not. <clears throat> no. I mean, I watch matches, but at the end of the day, I don't really support any team. It's something I want to be actively involved in rather than watch. Yeah. Um, football players get paid a lot of money. Like, they can get millions. And it just, for me, that kind of puts me off because it's like I'm watching people on the TV play football and they're earning millions, which I, I feel is a bit unfair because it's like you're playing a sport and you're getting loads of money for it. But that's just, you know, my opinion. And I like to play it because I don't get paid to play it. I like to play it because of the sport. But, you know, um, these people get paid, which is fair enough, but it's just not for me, really. Yeah. Enough. Okay, so anything else you'd like to say about football, about you and football? No, I just think it's a really good team sport and I like it more than other sports because I feel like it incorporates everything. So in terms of like midfield, you can run, a striker you can shoot, um, you can pass, whereas I feel with other sports like you can only have a few of those elements. You can m maybe, like, for example, netball, you can pass, but you have to stand still. Mm. For me, I don't like that aspect, so that's why I prefer football. Great. What about you, Millie? Do you play other sports? Um, I play netball and hockey, <clears throat> which I think is really good because um, when you learn something from another sport, you can see it in a different sport. What have you picked up from hockey that you can use in football? I think it's more, not as in like the physical side of it, but the mental side of it is more that you get carried on. Like working as a team and like being able to communicate with people and figuring out the game and like read it. But probably not the physical side because they're quite different sports, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. Football's great because you can play it anywhere. Yeah, you can, obviously you can be by yourself and you can still practice on your skills like... When I was younger especially, I used to go outside the house and just do uh, keepy-uppies, um, you know, kicking the ball in the air because you can work on the skills anywhere. Well, thanks very much. That's been really interesting. Jamie, thank you very much for coming to talk to us today. Um, perhaps you could tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, of course. No problem, Christine. Um, so, yeah, I'm Jamie. I live in Todbedon, um with my wife and my daughter, who's four years old. Um, I've lived in Calderdale on and off most of my life. I've played football since a very early age, um, and it's always been one of my loves um, and actually if you'd have spoke to me as a child um, I'd have told you all I wanted to be was a professional footballer oh really yeah yeah and actually if I still had the option to be one now I would so tell me what is it you like about football I think what I like about football is it's a sport where skill is very important so if you watch the game of football, if you lined up 22 footballers at the beginning of a game, 
it's very difficult to work out who the best footballer is just by looking at them. Uh-huh. Whereas in a game of rugby, you can probably work out who who plays where and um, if they're going to be good based on what they look like. And that's somewhat similar for basketball and quite a lot of sports. I mean, I think I've always liked that there's a skill element and there's a, a cleverness element to football. Um, I've always really enjoyed um, learning the skills. So when I was a child, I would go out and kick a ball around by myself for quite a long time. And I never really got bored because there was always a new skill to try and learn or practice uh, or see how many kick-ups you could do. I've always liked um, playing as part of a team. A lot of my friends that I'm still friends with now, I played junior football with. I've always liked that it it helps. It, it means that you've always got something to talk about with a, with a lot of people. Not everyone, but a lot of people are into football. So it does give you that common ground. I've loved it from an early age and uh, still do. What kind of football do you play now, Jimmy? So I'm 37 now. Um, I play in a, a vets league, so veteran league, which is over 35s. I play for a team called Hebdenroyd Red Star. We play every Monday night and it's only um, a 50 minute game. So 25 minutes each way rather than a 90 minute game. So, Jimmy, as well as playing football, I believe that you um, follow professional football team. Who, who, who do you follow? Yeah, I follow uh, Everton Football Club, which is um, one of the teams in Liverpool. Uh, one of the two main teams in Liverpool. So you've got Liverpool and Everton, which is a big rivalry. Uh, mm. they're, they're in the Premier League. Um, <clears throat> do you ever go to see Everton or do you just watch them on the telly? Do um, neither actually. I it's it's very expensive to go, so it's probably thirty to fifty pounds for a ticket. Right. And obviously they're in Liverpool, and it takes up a lot of time and got to get over there. So it's not a cheap thing to do. And even watching them on TV is difficult because um, nowadays um, football is mainly on paid for channels such as sky or bt sport so i um i don't watch them that much and actually i don't watch much football i still like football and when there's a major tournament on i always like to watch that so by major tournament i mean the world cup or the european championships and that's when you do get a lot of um live games on uh, terrestrial tv so bbc or itv um so i really enjoy those tournaments um it's like an, a, a little bit of time where i get to indulge watching some football mm. now and again go and see halifax the local team because a friend of mine has a season ticket and even that's 20 pounds and considering you're watching a team that aren't even in the one of the top four divisions um it's quite expensive but it's it's nice to see my friend and it's 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 always good to watch a bit of football What's special about watching it in person? Um, well, it, there's a, there's an ex, it's an atmosphere, so there's an experience, which is nice. When you're really involved in a game that you're live at, and you, you're getting carried away with the crowd, there's, there's, 
there's quite a, a great feeling of when you get to an exciting moment and everyone's off their feet um and the same everyone's commiserating when something goes bad so it, you get that sort of combined experience which is quite quite nice and exciting mm. so that's a that's a big part of it and there are negatives i must admit there are negatives to going to watch live football i often find that um especially as i get older fans are very fickle um so they they they're very their judgment's very clouded um i also have experienced racism at football games uh-huh. which um is always upsetting not recently um but i have have seen that and homophobia as well uh you, you get quite a lot of homophobic chants and just quite often some nasty um language and anger i've seen i've seen um violence at football games as well so it definitely has some negative parts to it which which puts me off now and again but on the on the whole most people are really nice and it is a good day out i'm always interested in catching a game when i can and if i can afford it well jimmy thank you very much indeed for um giving us some time to tell people about your love of football no problem before we finish is there anything you'd like to add it's it's given me a lot of joy in my life it's definitely helped me in lots of ways so if ever i've been to move to a new area or move to a new job it's given me an avenue for meeting people so most jobs have like an organized five-a-side game that if you can get involved in that means you get to know a few people um it's it's helped me in social situations so if you if i've been to a party and it's and i don't know people i can normally find someone to talk to football about but yeah it's really it's really been a real pleasure throughout my life well thanks very much indeed jamie no problem Language support. This is the part of the podcast where we choose some words or phrases from the episode and talk about them. Today, I want to focus on a style of speech used particularly by the two young girls in this interview. Now, all languages have words and phrases that don't necessarily have a specific meaning in their own right, but are used either as fillers or to introduce or to emphasise or highlight certain things within that particular sentence. I'm going to start with how one of the girls in particular used the word like. Now, she did use it in the more traditional sense of meaning a verb to say something that you enjoy doing. So she said, I like the running aspect of football. So she was saying she enjoyed the fact that football meant she could run around. So she liked in that sense. 
There is another traditional use of the word like when you are using it as a comparison. So you might say, she looked like her mother. So that is making the comparison using the word like to compare things. And in a similar way to that, Christine actually used it in one of her questions when she said, what's a typical match day like? How would you describe the match day? How could you compare it with other things? But the girl Kia in particular used it in a different and more modern way. For example, she said, when she was asked what she enjoyed about football, she said, the beauty of being able to like pass to other people. And then later on, she said, when you do like score a goal. And then later, I was like the only girl. Now, in these cases, that word like is not either of those traditional meanings of the word. So she was using like here to signal, to highlight, to emphasise something that she was about to say, something that in some cases was an example of something or an important point that she wanted to make. So she wanted to emphasise the fact that she was the only girl in that team. She wanted to highlight passing to other people as one of the beauties of football. So the beauty of being able to like pass to other people. You will notice that this girl in particular uses this language style a lot. Now, some people are quite critical about this style of language. They would say it's rather lazy and that it gets overused and doesn't really have any purpose. However, we would say that this is more an example of how language changes over time and between generations, but also how there is a more informal everyday style of language that might be different from the traditional and more formal style of a language. There is another example of a different phrase in this case that was used. This was by the other girl, Millie, where she was saying, football has been a big part of my life. Do you know what I mean? And if we spell that out, she was saying, do you know what I mean? So she was checking out that the person listening understood what she was saying there. But in fact, the way she said it is that she blurred together, she linked together all of those separate words. So it almost sounded like a single word. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? So the other girl also said, you know, at one point to check out whether or not something had been understood. And in fact, it is not just young people that are using this word like in that way. And that is illustrated in our conversation with Jamie, where he said at one point, most jobs have 
like an organised five-a-side team. So he was using the word like in the same way that the young girls were. That's it for this week. I hope that's been helpful. Uh, Again, just to stress that the transcript will be available in a few days' time on our website, uh, where you can also find information about our organisation, what we do, how you can donate or support in other ways our work, which is increasingly important these days. Uh, The transcript and all this information can be found on our website, which is www.stauguscenecentrehalifax.org.uk Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back with another episode very soon. Meanwhile, take care of yourself and keep practising your English.